Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. When I clock out of the hospital at 6 p.m., I'm not done for the night. That's when Gamer Nurse 40 clocks in, and she's got orcs to slay. Sure, I'm playing a 13-year-old in Scranton, but he's a level 53 mage with a filthy mouth. So I need to stay on top of my game. What'd you call me? That's when I crack open a Heineken 00. Zero alcohol, but just as refreshing. So I can focus on stealing his gold before his mom tells him it's bedtime. Take that, kids. Heineken 00. 0.0% alcohol. Now you can. Must be 21 plus to purchase. Enjoy responsibly. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to Geico.com or contact your local agent today. Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. 
even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. A camel shirt. No. No. You don't know what Kay's catalogue is. You, did you, was, was you never a 14-year-old boy looking at Kay's catalogue? I was 14 in 2002. Three. Yeah, that's fine. There was catalogues back then. I mean, there was. Underwear section, no? Well, I've seen underwear sections in a catalogue. I just don't know what Kay's catalogue is. Well, think of Kay's little wood. Well, it doesn't matter. Rick. Yeah. Tell us about your um, the, the time you had the colonoscopy. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, that was one of the worst experiences I've ever had. Like I just remember, I remember it like yesterday, mate. It was yeah. absolutely grim. Well, because I had to come and pick you up, didn't I, from the local hospital? Yeah, yeah. You were my uh, you were my adult, my yeah. adult to pick me up when uh, that was that actually that was the that was the second time when you had to pick me up the first time because I I was actually put out uh, for the second time when you picked me up, but the first time. When, um, when when I was when, when they were asking me, do you, do you want to put uh, be put under like uh, local anaesthetic or general, whatever it is, anyway? And um, and I was like, do you know what? I was like, let's let's be adult about this. Let's be an hold adult. Hold on, hold on. You've, you've missed my massive parts, and it, 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 I understand why you have missed, missed massive parts of this. So you were you you had to have a colonoscopy. You had to have a camera up your ass because there's something wrong with you, right? You went yeah, in yeah, to, yeah. You, to day, what, what do you call it, day surgery or day, day, so whatever they do in the hospitals where you go in and out in the same day. And you arrived at the hospital, I, I delivered, I think you went on your own actually, you went on the bus and uh, you, you went into, um, to, to, you know, to, to, to be seen for, for your colonoscopy. Now explain yeah. in detail from this point forward. Well, I mean, um, yeah, I just, um, I think that's where that's where we were, weren't we? Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I, I, that's exactly, I was at the hospital and um, <laughs> when I was going in, yeah. they said to me, do you, do you want um, local or general? And um, and at the time, I, I was like thinking like, uh, I'm perfectly in touch with my sexuality a, a camera going up my. Uh, it's got nothing to do with sexuality. Look, look, I mean, at the time I was young, and I just thought, you know, a massive camera, <laughs> yeah. a JVC camera, shoulder camera, in my mind, going up your ass. 
And I was like, nah, that's right. Don't, don't worry about it. Like, I'm all right. I'm all right with it. It's fine. Um, wasn't really thinking about the pain part, but really just thinking about the, you know, my masculinity part. Right, fair enough. Was. And then, um, so yeah, I said, no, I don't want any. I, I, I'll just, I'll just go in normal. And yeah. she was like, okay, yeah, that's no, no problem. So then that morning, uh, they wheeled me round to the bay where they had people the lined ward, up. Ward, the ward. For... Yeah, sorry, the ward. Yeah, they they lined me up on the ward to say, um, <laughs> to to kind of get to to you know the order <laughs> of the day of who's going to go in for this. Yeah, these uh, are procedure. all these are all people that are, are having the same um, thing, the same procedure that you're having. Yeah, it's just a, yeah, just a conveyor belt of people that are getting cameras up their ass, really. Yeah. And uh, when I was wheeled in and they put the brakes on the, uh, on the, on the trolley, I kind of uh, sat up and I noticed that all the, all these other people <laughs> around me were, were just out cold. Like no one was awake. <laughs> and then uh, the, uh, the nurse came, came back in um, and I, and I said, um, I, I asked like, what, why is no one like, what, why is no one awake? And she said, oh, they've all, all, all decided to have uh, to be put out. And at that time, I thought, shit, well, if they're, they're all getting put out, then I should probably raise my hand. Um, and then I should probably say, yeah, I want that too. Before I finished that sentence, it was like, uh, Mr. Government surname, you're next. And I was the first on the list. So I couldn't go back after that. So everybody else in this ward was completely asleep. And yeah, completely asleep. You... No, no life in any of them. <laughs> uh, I was the only person. The, re- the reason why you went first is because you decided not to be uh, anaesthetized. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so as they were wheeling you out, when you realised, and this is the decision you'd made, right? They said, "Do you want to be uh, put under, put put asleep during during this procedure, or do you want to be awake?" And and you, you said, "I want to be awake." Yeah, that's that's absolutely correct so when yeah. as they were wheeling you out of this ward where everybody else who's having the exact same procedure as you was fast asleep what was you thinking at that point uh that i'd made a, a huge mistake really <laughs> uh, that, so what happened i didn't know what i'd got myself into and i thought um that it would be okay and i remember as well like when I was, but when I eventually went into the to the, I don't know if you'd call it a theatre. Um, yeah. So when I, when I was there and I was on my side and I said to the nurse that was with me at the time, um, "Does this procedure hurt?" And she said, it don't, it, "It's not painful, but it's more of an uncomfortable pain." <laughs> and then uh, I was just like, "Oh, brilliant!" Uh, I, but then I thought I can take this anyway. Yeah. Um, it'll be fine. And then. Um, like jumping forward, the, the camera was well in place, shall we say, and um, it has to blow air into you. No, you, and you they, they, they look, like, I don't know why I remember the details of this story better than you do. <laughs> I so love try it. and forget it, mate. Yeah, it's my favorite story, I think. Uh, they, they rolled you onto the side and put you in the fetal position. Yeah, that's that. Yeah, that is right. How, how, how close were your knees to your chin, Rick? They, yeah, they, like, proper touching. Absolutely, like, like chin was resting on my knees, I think. And, 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 and how, so, so at this point where you're, you're lying in the fetal position, the, the position that all babies are born in. Yeah. Uh, and there's a nurse, uh, and she's going to insert a metal camera into your anus. Is that true? 
Yeah, well, for, well, it was uh, it wasn't the nurse that done it. It was an actual it was some geezer that did it. Some doctor, not a nurse, and, some geezer. Uh, yeah, some geezer just off the street in Archway. God, what did you expect as they put the camera in your bum? What was you expecting? Well, I was just expecting a bit of uh, it to be uncomfortable, really, but not the pain I was expecting because they they blow air into you to like. Uh, to stretch out your organs, I guess, so they can have a real good look around, so it's not like all concertinaed up or whatever. Um, and when that air started going in, what was the noise you um, made? Well, it well the thing is, it was like a real dull stomach ache, and it was just getting worse and worse and worse. And I couldn't, like, I, I like audibly, I couldn't contain myself. And like when you're in the fetal position and this is happening to you, <laughs> I. I <laughs> uh, it was just like I was like, oh, oh. that was that, that was the first one, and then it just got more and more, and like every kind of like thirty seconds, I was just making that noise over and over, and I was holding like the the bars on the side of this trolley, just like oh, <laughs> and uh, it just kept going on and on, right, and keep, then I keep... looked at the nurse and, and I said and I said to her. Um, like, does anyone, does does everyone else make this noise that I'm making? Because I feel so self-conscious. What, what was the worst noise you made? She, and then she before, said... Rick, Rick, before, you, before she tells you what she said, what was the worst noise you made? Uh, it, well, it, it, it was it. that, but like, to know that I'm not going to be doing that now. Is it... No <sighs> <way>. <laughs> it was, it was a real deep kind of like... Guttural. Yeah, it was guttural. What did and you, it, this what is going on for age. Well, I said to her, um, I said, does, does everyone else make this kind of noise? And uh, she said, well, Mr. Government surname, um, everybody is always knocked out when they have this procedure. Oh, mate. And that's when I knew I'd fucked up. Yes, indeed. All right, this is uh, this is the, the Fighting Cop podcast. Uh, five, Are we six, recording? <clears throat> yeah, we record it all. Uh, is that, that alright? We agreed that, didn't we? Yeah, episode, kind of. Episode 20, season 10 of the Fighting Got podcast. And uh, just want to welcome Alex from Bristol. How you doing, mate? I'm alright, mate. How yeah. you doing? I'm really, really good, mate. And Ricky as well. How you doing? Yeah, uh, way better from after that story. <laughs> and the Fighting Got podcast is sponsored by William Hill, the official betting partner, partner of uh, Tottenham Hotspur. Um, we've got lots to talk about today. He'd been top of the league for, uh, was it like two hours? Uh, Arsenal losing, Harry Kane. 33, 33 minutes. No, it was more than that. No, it wasn't. All right, 33 minutes. Uh, Harry Kane all over again. We've got, we have to talk about him again. We have to have to do that. Uh, all the good shit. And uh, we've got our first competitor uh, to challenge Flonius Filth in the 30% quiz. Towards the end of the show, uh, we've got... <clears throat> Uh, a young man called Rich. I say young man. I don't know. I'm, sh- I'm sure he must be younger than me. So I'll say young man from Rich who's willing to step up and challenge Felonious Filth. Uh, and T got eight correction, uh, correct answers from 10, which is a decent amount. If you beat Felonious Filth, uh, then uh, you get a chance of winning something. Actually, the, everybody who beats Felonious Filth's score of eight out of 10 gets to win a prize. What what kind of prize should we give them? 
Alex, what if you if you like, imagine your dream prize, and whatever you come out with now is what we will give to whoever <laughs> whoever manages to beat Flonius Filth. Uh, of all of the people that managed to beat Flonius Filth, they will one of them will win this prize. What is it, Alex? Go. Uh, Bear in mind, what, signed picture of Pochettino. I'm not sure we can afford that. I mean, I mean well, how do you get you said it? What, well, how you said you... whatever I said. And I want the signature to be, uh, look what you did to me. So whoever beats Flonius Filth's uh, 8 out of 10 answers, one of those people over the next 10, 12, 15, whatever it is we do, uh, they win a signed picture of Mauricio Pochettino with the caption, look what you did to me. I'll sign it if need be for him. I know I, I know he wouldn't mind me doing it. What, Poch? Yeah. Well, what about if Rich wins? Would he mind if you signed it on behalf of Poch? Well, it doesn't matter. He's not... He's, he's, take the prize you're given. True. True. There, that is, there is that. There is that. Uh, okay, so <laughs> let's move on. Uh, we, we are... We are, you know, we we are currently second in the league, and um, what a wonderful position to be in. Because I, after the Everton game, I I just thought this is all going to. I I thought way before then that it was all going to go to shit. I I actually, I was like, get Mourinho out of my football club. And now I'm all in. I, I want I want Mourinho to be our football, uh, our manager of our football club forever. Um, what 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 did you? What, where are you currently? Al, where are you currently? Uh, <clears throat> very much the same as last week. Um, you, you can't. What can you say when you're winning games? Doesn't doesn't matter what I think. It's it's the proof will be in the pudding. We said last week he's got. There is literally no excuses now. He's got arguably the best front line in the Premier League. He's got um, and and a first eleven that really should be able to to be finishing anywhere from second to fourth. Um, so long as he keeps doing what he's doing, it's fine. And we've made the decision that that winning cups and and securing the best position that we possibly can in the league table is literally all that matters now. That's fine. I can, I can jump on that for a period of time. If he keeps doing it, good. When he doesn't, and the football's as poor as it, as it was on... <laughs> Uh, the last two weeks, then there will be some issues. But if he keeps winning, right on him. Good for him. Please, Rick, 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 does it bother you that we are not playing the best football but are getting results? Are you, you, are you happy with that or not? Fuck, no way. I mean, like, at the moment, just like you uh, were saying that you're all in, I am completely all in. Um, and when you are a team that is... You know, I'll say it. That is going to be fighting for the uh, fighting for the championship. You have to win ugly. You have to win in different ways, and it doesn't matter about um, like in all teams that have won the league title, they have to grind out results. Whether it's you know one nil uh, away at Burnley or uh, West Brom, and uh, for a lot of the time that is either an even match or the, the, the other team shades it in the first. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. You have to get those points on the board and you have to put yourself in those positions. You have to take the pressure 
of being the first game uh, that goes ahead on the Sunday. And all these things, they all add up. And, so, and, and it won't make you play. And you'll, the whole team can be frozen by the, these different things. But it's about being in that, having that mentality that although these different uh, variables can happen, but you still go out and you still get the result. And at the moment, that is all that matters. And Bale isn't up to full fitness they haven't had uh, Son Kane about haven't had uh, an amazing amount of uh, run of games to to read each other and and how they how they each other likes to play. Uh, same with Ndombele uh, and having Lacelso in the team all at the same time. We're playing uh, a lot of games as well, so it's, the, the team's been um, managed well. But the, you know, not everyone's playing the same. You know, every single game and they're playing together, so everyone's still got to play catch up. So it, it is going to be up and down, but as long as you are picking up those three points when you are when you aren't playing your best, then who gives a shit, man? It's well, a forward and positive move. Well, uh, you know, starting the season out, we, we didn't necessarily have a, a great deal of expectation. I, I don't think any of us were talking about a Premier League title tilt. But as we stand after eight games, Tottenham up to our, 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 our one five. They've drawn two and lost one the first game of the season. We've got a goal difference, the best goal difference in the season uh, of uh, 10. And we've got 17 points behind Leicester, who have 18. Um, I think it's it's a time to be excited. If you're not excited about this right now, then I'm not sure I'm not sure you are a fan of Tottenham Hotspur. Is that, is that a bold thing to say? Cause I think that's unfair, man. It's not. It's not a question of not being excited. I agree with everything that Rick's just said, <clears throat> but it, it's just becoming. I just find it's really not tribal. That's probably the wrong word, but you you can still have concerns about the have, have the, the way we're playing. Definitely, have um, if you uh, and uh, uh, but also be very happy with the results. I, I mean, I was on the podcast after the Burnley game. You saw how excited I was after Burnley. I, I fucking loved it. <clears throat> West Brom and, and Brighton were, were different. Um, but yeah, it, it's uh, my my only concern at the minute is that I feel like we're rather than scraping stuff, I feel like we're getting away with stuff, and that might just be me. That might just be me. But and I hope I'm massively proved wrong, you know. And it might be one of those things where we've got Chelsea. Who's the next game? Uh, City and um, we'll, we'll Chelsea. We're going to come on. We're going to come on to our, our our next six or seven fixtures. Well, I just mean with the bigger games. Then you know sometimes it's it's not as easy to be up and you know fired up and and you know play th- like it's a big game when really it's not. It's Brighton, it's West Brom, it's Burnley. Um, and if we see if we play better against against those types of teams, then I, I think we'll beat them. Um, well, yeah, which I is mean, great. That's what Mourinho's done, hasn't he? He, he? he always the the biggest foe in front of him. He he turns up a team that that performs against them. You know, we 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 beat. Uh, Man City, we should have beat Liverpool or at least got a draw against Liverpool. We beat Arsenal. We, we, we've proven under Jose Mourinho, and it's only been like 38 games or something, that we can get results against the biggest teams. Uh, what, Definitely what was, the latter half, yeah. Not not quite at the beginning. You know, the United game uh, away, Chelsea game at home with, were games that we didn't turn up in. But certainly since yeah, that game has definitely been a turning point against 20, the big 20 teams. 20 games into his tenureship. I'm, I'm talking about like where, where we are right now. Um. I, I just think it's uh, it's time to believe, and I'm all... I think. Oh, sorry, I just want to go back to your point about um, 
you were saying about uh, like so the the, uh, the Burnley and the West Brom game that you um, th- felt that we were lucky rather than no, Brighton, 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 Brighton and West Brom. Brighton, sorry, yeah, Brighton. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I get that too, and, and I do feel that. But the thing is, as well, like we've like like I said, we've all. Um, title-winning teams or teams that do well, they they do get their rubber the green. And yeah, I agree. Maybe man. maybe our rubber the green is happening at the front end of the season, and then you'll see us kind of like have those wins where we do win one nil in the last minutes. But you know we've been compact and we've had most of the ball and we've had this that and the other. And you know the the team have learnt how Mourinho wants to play and they 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 read each other better. And I and I, and I think yeah we we have been. We have been lucky, but um, I, I mean to be it, fair, I didn't say I didn't say lucky. Man. I did. I don't. I didn't say we were lucky. I just think. I, I just think there's there's an element of, of getting away with some bits. But yeah, man, I hope you're right, I, and that would be fucking awesome if if you if you build momentum into the season rather than it rather than it kind of um, stuttering like it had like it did under Pochettino. We get that the other way around. Fuck yeah, there's going to be some big things happening. Yeah, but um, what I would say is that that we. That the Pochettino was consistent in a uh, league table, a league format where there was consistency throughout the league, right? So whoever was good was good, whoever was bad was bad. In this season, everybody has has been fallible. Everybody has conceded to teams they shouldn't have or got beat heavily. Look at Arsenal. I want to talk about in a bit. Look at Arsenal. Look at Liverpool getting beat seven two by Aston Villa. We're in a situation now where none of the top clubs are being consistent and Spurs are and Leicester are. So let's 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 hold on to that. I think we we've got the longest un, uh, longest current unbeaten run in the top flight uh, of the uh, English pyramid. That's a good thing. It really is. That is, yeah. Um Bale, Son and Kane start together for the first time. Alex, what would you make yep. of their the, the first time in the Premier League that they they started to play together. <clears throat> well, it's a tricky game to to do it in because again, West Brom were were pretty compact, um, which which made it difficult. But I mean, you can see from Bale, and I think I said this the, the last time is you know you see those little glimpses where it's just perhaps not quite coming off. There was a there was a couple of times where he tried that kind of outside of the foot curling pass to come in to to put it into someone's path. You know, when we were on um, on a breakaway, it didn't quite come off, but little bits and pieces there where he's just so neat and tidy and assured in that final third that, you know, it's coming, you know, it, it's, it's probably, it might be a bit more of a slower build up than perhaps we'd hoped, but it's definitely coming. Disappointed in Sun uh, uh, at the weekend. I just thought that he, I, I thought there was space for him to do what he, what he normally does. You know, he does tend to drag defenders, uh, particularly wide defenders, you know, fullbacks when they're having to to come back and look after him, he, he does tend to drag them about a bit. He just didn't really seem to do that. Sadly. I'm sick of him. Uh, I'm sick of him. Yeah, he was he was shit, wasn't he? He was shit. No, I, I mean, say, that, shit, that but... contract that contract that's waiting for him. Rip it up. Yeah, rip it up. <laughs> get him out of Work for a contract. Work for the contract again. Yeah, like score another hundred goals, then you'll get a new contract. If you don't, <laughs> we'll, we'll sell you on the free, son. What you've done so far isn't enough. Work, work harder, work, work, work. You, you've come here to train, not to play, son. All right? Three more defo- performances like that, and Alex from Bristol is going to turn on you. I don't. I'm not turning on Sonny. Never. I'm I'm dangerously close on Bergwijn, but 
The the only one I'm against is Davis. Mate, Everyone saying, else. Is you're saying like that, like that's a bold statement. Like I'm dangerously close on Bergvine because he, you know, he hasn't done what we expect him to do. He has, he's he's done very little at all. Uh, no, I mean, I just I said it from I I said from the beginning I wasn't a fan. But uh, anyway, what I was saying about um, Bale's son and Kane, uh, yeah, disappointed son. Uh, Harry Kane just kept going and and then did what he did. And I'm sure we're going to speak about it matters, but it's just ridiculous how just ice cold he is you know missing a ch- couple chances or things not falling his way just doesn't stop doesn't no, phase him no he doesn't just it's like a process i heard gary neville's podcast yesterday uh and he was spot on he just described harry kane's kind of 90 minute performance week in week out it's just a goal scoring process and sometimes that process might happen might complete two three times in a game it might yeah. happen on the first minute or it might happen on the 88th minute but more often than not that that process will be completed because he just doesn't let anything else get in the way of it. He just keeps doing what he knows he can do, and it and it pays off. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's ridiculous, really. That's just really is. what we're seeing right now is, and what we've been lucky enough to see. I'm I'm guilty of this of kind of bemoaning and maybe not appreciating some of the players of the past because I, you know, I was only kind of five in 1991, so you know, Gascoigne. You know, in that sort of era, I didn't really get to enjoy, didn't get to see Hoddle. Bale, in his, you know, the first time round was the first time I really had like that superstar. And he was just outrageous then, you know, some of the goals he was doing and and, and some of the runs he was making. It, it's kind of hard not to be completely spellbound by him. Whereas Harry Kane doesn't, he doesn't score those, you know, volleys from 30 yards or, you know, the, the types of goals necessarily that, that Bale used to score. But he's just fucking relentless. It's just... Uh, it's and you have to. I worry that sometimes we don't appreciate what we're seeing, you know, in in what he is, which is something that other than Alan Shearer, I don't think we've ever. I don't think the Premier League has seen before. It's, Rick, it's mental. Rick, um, Alex mentioned Bow in that in, in his, uh, you know, the way he uh, summarised um, the glorious players that we've had at our football club. Mm. Uh, do you remember what what um, Alex from Bristol? put on his Facebook <laughs> about Gareth Bell. If you don't remember, will you educate us? Oh. Well, none of you remember because I didn't know no, either of you back then. But, I saw, um, I've, I've seen the screen grab. Yeah, this was after, like I said, I talked about it the other day. I talk, uh, we had, um, it was after, when Harry Redknapp came and we had the Carling Cup final and he put out basically to set this kids and filtered with a, um, with a couple of other first team players in the European game, I forget who it was. I want to say Sparta Prague or Shakhtar Donetsk. I can't remember. Um, but Bale and Bentley played together, and they were both fucking awful. It was ridiculous. And I, I put on Facebook after I was like, David Bentley, Gareth Bale, get out of my club. Uh, get out, get out of my football club. My but football and then you, but, but yeah, but you mock for it. But I was right about David Bentley. You know, yeah, that's who you think. I was wrong that's... about. I was wrong about Gareth Bale, and he went on to be you know, the most expensive footballer in the world. Whereas within like three years, three years later, David Bentley was calling me geese on Twitter for saying that he had a, a you know, well, congratulations on his latest restaurant opening. So it's a what? 50% hit rate there. What? No, I mean, that's fair enough. But you know, you're right. You, you know, one out of two is good. What did you, what did you say about Bentley? He tweeted you. Uh, when he, he, when he was, he had, he opened, started opening up some restaurants or some, or like a club or something in Spain and tweeted about it. And I was like, oh, congrats, Geese. I was saying it never happened for you at Spurs. And he was like, and he just sent me a little message back on Twitter that said, cheers, Geese. <laughs> that was that. Does that make you feel you better know? about everything? 
the early days of Twitter. So you know, it was it was it was exciting. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I can't even remember what happened with Bentley in the end. He Where went on he... loan, didn't he? Went to he went Rostov. to Birmingham. I remember went to go. I went to go watch him play for Birmingham. What? So I, uh, oh, you wanted him out of the football club, and then you went to watch him play. I didn't go on purpose. I was in Birmingham for a work thing, and <laughs> one there was obviously a Birmingham fan. He's like, "Do you want to come watch Birmingham play?" I was like, "Yeah, I'll come check out David Bentley." I was like you a scout. Drove. I like stood up. I stood up for the whole game, my arms crossed, just watching him throughout, as if it was like my job. <laughs> that's, 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 the, that's what a scout does. Stand there, <laughs> crosses their arms angry. <laughs> Yeah, and then he came back and had a little bit of a swan song, didn't he? And he, he, he played a couple, a couple of games and came back a little bit, and then he just disappeared. But he said quite openly, but he just kind of fell out of love with football, didn't he? Alex drove Shit. 120 miles to watch David <laughs> Bentley play for Birmingham after he'd left Spurs on loan, and stood there in the stands of St Andrews with his arms crossed, judging David Bentley. You're like Donald Trump. You just say things like, you know, I've just told you what I've just told you what the truth is about the fact that I was there for a work thing and you've changed it. You said Alex drove 120 miles. That'll be truth now in your mind. In in about another year's time, you'll say, oh, tell that story about when you drove 120 miles. So true. (laughs) So true. It's so true. I do do that. I do do that. And and, and in my head, it doesn't matter what you just said. That's exactly what happened. In my head, I can't, I've, I can't wait until it happens as well. Yeah, I've got. <laughs> no. I've got in my head, I've got an, an image of of Al in his car, uh, and he's driving, driving fast, like way, way. You know, he's using the right hand lane much, like not as a overtaking lane. He's just leave, using the right hand lane as the fast lane. He's his lane. This lane belongs to Alex from Bristol, and he's driving barefoot. Bare, barefoot, eating <laughs> Gouda cheese. No, <laughs> camembert. He's eating. He's made some camembert, and he's driving. I don't up like to... cheese. Mm. You spoil it. Anyway, um, <laughs> another another landmark for Harry Kane: 151 Premier League goals in 300 and no, no, it's 151. 150 Premier League goals. Uh, was it 201 goals for Spurs in 301 performances? Uh, he has scored a hundred goals away uh, at home and one hundred one away from home. The geese is a phenom, incredible. Um, this season, Harry Kane has played eight games. He's assisted eight. He's made two hundred and one passes. His passing accuracy, given the fact that he's playing at the top of the park, is seventy two percent, which is impressive. Passes into the final third, which is I think your 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 love, Al. You love that sort of stuff. Uh, 46, mm. and chances create 18. Most important thing, though, boys, if you compare Kane with Tottenham defenders, i.e. Alderweireld and Dyer, uh, recoveries, Kane has 19, Alderweireld has 18, Dyer has 29, which is pretty good. Tackles, 5 for Kane, 7 for Alderweireld, 1 for Dyer. Dyer's made one tackle. <laughs> that can't be right. Well, it's, it's according to fucking football daily, so it's going to be more. You know, yeah, but what classes as a as a tackle? No, that's just a. Yeah, oh, anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm making a point here, mate. I'm making a point. Blocks two from <laughs> Harry Kane, five from Alderweireld, and four from Dyer. Clearances eleven as a centre forward, eleven clearances, twenty two from Alderweireld and thirty six from Dyer. Well done. Jules one forty eight. Jules one. 18 for Alderweireld and 25. Jules 1 seems to be a really important thing. That's it, that, Alex, as someone who loves passion, who loves like the blood and 
bluster of 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 of, of, of top flight football. What is a dual one, and why is it so important? Go. I haven't got a fucking clue. What are you just, talking just about? Me. This is what you're challenging. No, it's not. No, it's not. All they've done is they've just called it a jewel, right? It's like because and that's typical who would have made it up a jewel because they're these fucking nerds sitting playing Wizard of Warcraft and they go, oh, it's got jewel in it. Let's put jewels into <laughs> Wizard <laughs> of Warcraft. Right. Alex, and, Alex, it, what it is is a, it is a challenge between two people and who wins. This is you. Yeah, but it could be. No, it could be any. Like, I, it's good. I, I like it. just win the fucking ball, mate. Seconds. That's what you shout. It balls up, this gone, this bounce, you go, seconds! Like that, and you go and you win it. Right? You don't need to say, win the jewel! Fuck off, mate. <laughs> no one's saying that. No one's saying it. It's just a way to... Well, they are. You just called it it. And if they're calling it, that's what that's what players, of the, as they grow up, and they'll be, that's what they'll be shouting on the side, like, win that second jewel! Oh, fuck off, you. <laughs> all right, all right, Alex, can I, can I rephrase it for you? So it's in, in a way that, that you'll appreciate. 50-50s. Uh, yeah, Kane, 48 Alderweireld 18 and Dyer 25. So Harry Kane has won 48 50-50s this season. Uh, could yeah, you I mean, ever remember ever remember a forward who's competitive, combative as he is? He and he does it in a way that isn't like you don't think of Duncan Ferguson. You know, you don't think of um, you know Mickey Gray and people like that. Uh, Mickey Quinn, sorry. You know, these are he, he does it in a way that is just. It's more because he's clever and because of his IQ rather than just throwing himself in front of stuff, you know, which which makes him all the better player for it. Wonderful. Um, just just to finish that off, uh, Kane has three interceptions. Adorero has one and seven is for Eric Dyer. If you actually look at these defensively, Eric Dyer is the better defender than Adorero. Could it, does it, any, any part of your, your brain can reconcile that? Alex, I heard that noise that you make when you're sort of no. post coital, where you've had enough. No, it's not. It's <laughs> not. I think Dyer's been all right the last couple of games, but you know, he needs replacing long term. Uh, well, but well, but does, that, does that say he's a better defender than Alderweireld? So. Well, he's not, is he? What, what do you mean he's not? I have eyes. He's, the stats say he's a better defender. I don't care what they say. It doesn't matter. I've got eyes. You've got eyes and you know he's not. If if we're playing Arsenal tomorrow and you had to definitely make sure only one of them was fit, you would pick Toby out of old. Yeah, because the other option is fucking Davis and Sanchez. Well, no, because the other option... I said if you had to pick between Toby or Dyer, only one of them could be fit. Who would you pick? You take Alderweireld because we've built a preconceived knowledge of who is the better defender. The reality is the stats show that Eric Dyer is a better defender. Rick, tell him. Yeah, I, I, I'm not going to uh, argue the toss here, but I'm with uh, Alex on this one, I'm afraid. Okay, so uh, that's good. They're good for you two. You can go and um, just hold hands, kiss each get other. Get off of all. each other. Yeah, get off yeah. each other, right? Let me just repeat something to you really? and we'll move on. Recoveries, 18, Alderweireld, 29, Eric Dyer. Tackles, 7, 1, Dyer. Fair, fair enough. Blocks, 5, 4, Dyer to the same. Now. Can I ask you? Can no, I, no, you're no, just no, shouting. No, you're no, just wait, shouting wait, 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 numbers. Wait, wait, wait. No, I'm not. I'm giving yeah. you stats here. Listen. No, but listen. Listen. No, you listen. I'm going to ask you one question, and this is the only <laughs> stat that probably matters, right? How many games has Dyer played compared to how many games Alderweireld has played? That's about like that's like saying how many times have, uh, have you made my mum orgasm and I've made your mum orgasm. <laughs> I've had four attempts to make your mum orgasm. Why are we doing the mum stuff again? Sorry, have you not learned? Why? What? 
Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't learned. Obviously, sorry. Your, your mum's ill. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alex, all right, we'll move on. Uh, Spurs related. Uh, so, uh, what, what's Spurs related? If it's Hotspur related, do we we're, we're buddied up with them? What Spurs related is doesn't matter. Uh, T won't run an order. Uh, a reporter said 150 Premier League goals for Harry Kane. Just how good is he? And these are quotes. Uh, when you go to stats in relation to the strikers, I always say that the stats should be on how many goals a striker has scored and what he did for the team in the matches where he didn't score. And many of the strikers that history will show an incredible number of goals that they score plus zero. I don't know what that means. Harry Kane, uh, Harry Kane, you have to say, has this many goals, this many assists, the number of balls recovered, number of duels won, Al. Uh, this number of balls that he saved his team in a defensive set set piece, this is Harry Kane. It's goals plus this and this and this and that. That's the sort of stuff you want to hear, not stats. You just want to hear words. He he scores goals and he does this, this, this and that. It's (laughs) weird, right? Because you you think of, you know, so really the, the closest person that you can think that was anywhere really like him is probably... Um, Alan Shearer or Wayne Rooney and I think um, Wayne Rooney is one of those players that you know offered other stuff when he didn't score as it, as it, particularly as he got older and I think that's what we'll see from from Harry Kane I think he could play you know he, he, he consistently as as he gets older if injuries do happen to to make and have an effect on him over over time um, he can drop deeper and, and play those positions permanently no problem at all and and probably just be just as good, um, you know. It's it's like I said. We just have to appreciate what what we're watching right now, and don't and not let in. You know, I mean, if you're off social media, you probably don't see it anyway. But the the, the amount of hate that he gets in terms of people not being able to appreciate what he does, you know, that's that's that should give you more. That shouldn't annoy you. That should that should make you even more confident. How it does cool. annoy me. It really pisses me off. Why? Because why doesn't he get like the adulation and everything that he deserves? Sure wouldn't why why don't they put a crown on his head and super glue it there and leave it there forever? <laughs> I think he does like, get it from the footballing community. No, Probably from not. Tottenham fans and from a few oh. like Ian Wright, Alan Shearer or, or whatever. But everyone else always digs him out and it really annoys yeah, me. But- it's like, he's like, listen, <laughs> like, he's done, he breaks... <clears throat> So many records over and over and over again. And then the first comment is, how many trophies has he won? And I just like, yeah, I know. Like, just It just annoys me. I just want us to win something for him. We're going to win the league. We're going to lead, win the league this, year's, this, this season. We're going to win the Europa League. We'll win a cup as well. We'll, win, we'll, we'll have a treble of trophies next season. What I, what, what I want us to do is to, to win three, four trophies... Get all those trophies, melt them all down, and make one super trophy. No, I want, I want to do <laughs> give it, it to Kane. In Game of Thrones, we have this sort of uh, golden smelting thing, where they boil down the gold, or they boil down the Premier League trophy, and they put it in a bucket, and they pour it over fucking Pep Guardiola's head, and it melts. Oh, into his I brain. know what you're talking about. Yeah, it melts into his brain, and he dies. I don't want him to die. But I'm sponsored by William. <laughs> Uh, all right. Okay. Uh, where are we? Uh, Doherty. Let's talk about him because you know he was a big, big, uh, you know, big signing for Spurs, and um, he hasn't started the season incredibly. I just thought he's done all right. 
I don't think he's done any better than Noria did last season. But we have two right backs that we can rely on. Uh, he provided an incredible assist. I'd say incredible. It's incredible if it works. If it doesn't work, it's just like a shit floated ball in. But this time it did work and it, it just split the defence. Harry Kane got his nut on the ball. Where are you at, Rick, with Doherty? And Alex, can you follow Rick? Right, so I think uh, when he was at Wolves, he was more of a, a right wing back. Um, and a lot of where he got credit for is his late runs into the box and getting to the uh, to the post and, and sticking to, uh, some, uh, getting a few goals um, and just being kind of uh, one of those players that would arrive late but then would also uh, draw the opposite defenders around him and make, make space for, for, for the attackers. And at Tottenham at the moment, because he's in a flat back four, he's still expected to, he's, he's still like his behaviour, he still wants to get forward um, and he sees Reggie doing that. And so he's he's going to want to bomb forward as well. But he hasn't got that type of cover. I mean, like Sissoko can come back and cover, but sometimes he, he it feels like he is he is caught in in two minds, whether to continue to rush forward or whether to kind of stay back and and, and keep that um keep keep the formation keep the shape for the team so there are times where he's acted rash and he's been caught out um and he's and he's kind of should be goal side of the defender where he's not and he's quite out of position but again he's still finding his feet at Tottenham he's still uh, understanding what his role is within the team and um how he plays with other people and who's going to be covering him and stuff like that when he does go forward. And I remember exactly the same happening with um, Walker for years. It was like, he's so quick and he gets up and down that touchline all the time, but he would have these brain farts and we'd all moan that it was that one mistake he would make that would lead to a goal or give the ball away and you'd audibly hear the crowd groan and stuff. But then like Poch coached him. And he knew when to run forward and he knew when he should be doing these different things. And I think you'll find exactly the same with Doherty as well. I think he's he's been put on a platform. His um, outstanding performances for Wolves have got him noticed. He's been bought by Spurs. And I still think he's got all the attributes to be a, to be a great right back. I just think he um, he's he's on that. He's on the next next level for his performance and he he needs to be excellent now and at a team that is going to be challenging for the title and I think as the season progresses and he gets more games under his belt um, and he finds that rhythm of how he's supposed to play and where he's supposed to be you'll you'll see the best of him good Uh, yeah I I, I, I agree and disagree really what um, Matt Dockett is 28 years old I think he's pretty much very much is what he is right now. I don't I don't see him massively improving. I think I think something that that strikes me is I think perhaps Reggion isn't perhaps someone that we thought we might be able to get. And I think him coming has it, it, it's highlighting it's showing Doherty up a little bit. I think and I think as much as when we were playing that kind of Aurier forward and Davis hanging back, I don't think we're doing it to the, the same extent. But I think we're still doing it a little bit but the other way around because Reginald is just so much more mm. effective. Um, so I think, I think he has probably got the handbrake on him a, a tad, but on the plus side, I don't worry about Doherty at the back. I don't worry about him giving silly penalties away. Um, 
as as I would do with Aurier. I thought I thought Sat, um, Sunday would actually have been better with with Aurier playing, um, but yeah, I, I'm not. Like I said, like Rick said, he, you know, he, he made his name by not being a right back, really, from being a, a, a right wing back, you know, and affecting things in that type of way, which is something that we just haven't had really since 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 Carl Walker, as much as Trippier had his own way of doing things. Mm. But um, that's, and I just don't, he's not he's not doing that now, and that might be for the benefit of the team as a whole because of because of how Mourinho wants to set things up, but. I don't. I mean, I don't see him change. You know, Docket. He's not going to change as a player now at 28. You know, coming on for 29 years old. I don't think so. It, but it's good that we've got those two. Those two fullbacks because if if Regalon has a dip in form or heaven forbid gets injured and you know then then that emphasis will then start to come in. on Docket. Ben Davies, didn't he? Comes can in. I, can I just say Reggie? He's unbelievable. Terrific. How good? Was, the, how how good was that ball across across the squ- like he squared it across the box and found Vinicius. Where yeah. most, uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Most left backs would have just whipped it in or floated it in or whatever. He just looked and thought, "What's the best decision here?" Vinicius has an inch of space or or a couple of yards of space, wherever it was. Let's find him. It hit him on the shin, and he had to readjust. But that, that wasn't on Reguilón at all. Uh, He's going to be something very, very, very special for uh, us. I, I think he could end up being oh. the next. The, the next like proper proper player that we've had, that we've got yeah and and uh, yeah yeah well let's not concentrate on the release clause right now uh, we've got uh, <laughs> we've got we've got some big big games coming up have we uh we uh, what I want to ask you boys is I just I don't want to hear we, we don't need to give analysis on each of these games I just want to hear win draw or lose from the pair of you all right Tottenham versus Man City 21st of November Win, draw. Tottenham versus Lou Gretz. Win, win. Chelsea versus Tottenham. Tottenham away. Draw. Win, Blue. win, win. Alex. Uh, that's hard, man. I. I well, it's hard. Uh, just, just three options. Uh, well, I'll say win. Win. All right, go on. Uh, Lask, uh, Lask away. Tottenham. Win. win Tottenham Hotspur versus Arsenal. Win. I'd, I'd never say anything other than win in again in that fixture. Tottenham versus Royal Antwerp. At home. Win. Draw. Palace away. What? Do you know? Do you know? You might be right. Fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Crystal Palace versus Tottenham away to Selhurst Park. Given the fact that they've just pumped Leeds, can we can we get over the Leeds Leeds hype train right now? I don't know what this Leeds hype train that you keep talking about ever was. What have you spent? There was any... a week where they were like third or fourth or something, wasn't it? No, well, it was when they were when have they been took bumming them off for ages. Very excited. They've been bumming them off for ages. They're the most poorest defense in the league. Absolute garbage. They'll definitely do us. And <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Liverpool away. So that that's the most important one. Out like Man City at home and Liverpool away are the most important ones. It's it's, it's a strange situation where Arsenal. Uh, you know, the Arsenal game is important. But it is it doesn't sort of define our season. I think the games against City and Liverpool do. If we beat both of those and get a couple of draws in that that run, then we're in a really really good position. And we've seen under uh, Mourinho how, how many times that that uh, 
You know, he's got results against teams that are perceivably bigger or better or more well-drilled than we are. And, and, and we've got the results. So I'm really confident. Rick. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, like you're saying, uh, the, the Man City game at home, I... Although we haven't been that great at home, but I still... Man City are a different different animal nowadays. I just think they can be got at, and I think we're I think we will will beat them. And I don't really have any. There's no hesitation really. I'm quite upbeat and confident and stuff. Now Liverpool away. Um, now that is has a bit of apprehension. And can can that defense cope with Tottenham Hotspur? Can can Matip and Joe Gomez cope with Bale, Son, and Kane. And if you, if you imagine the level we're, be, we're playing up up until that game, at Anfield, the, you, you'd imagine it would be incredible, right? It, we'd be we'd have to be if we're being successful. If we're still in contention for for winning the league or being top four at that point, that our front line would have been playing to to, to a degree where we think that that's a decent way for us to play. And then yeah. Gareth Bale, Son and Kane are confronted with Robertson, um, fucking uh, Joe Gomez, Matip and Alexander-Arnold. You know, we can get at them. We can. Get, they might hurt us elsewhere. They might do. But it, this isn't the Liverpool, that, the all-conquering Liverpool previously, I, I'd imagine. It's hard, to, it's hard to sort of preview this this far in advance, but. Mm. I, just, I really feel good about it. I always feel good about it. I always, uh, but apart from you know, towards the end of last season when I wanted Jose Mourinho out. But <laughs> if we forget about what I said then and now, when we're we're good and win it, we're winning. Live in the moment. That's what I say. Live in the moment. Well, I had a geezer t- 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 um, tweeted me earlier saying, uh, does, "Does Flav Bateman still want Jose Mourinho out of our football club?" And my response was, he it was shit then, so yes, but now we're good, no. And that's a fair fair position to be in, isn't it? Al? Uh, yeah. You yeah. flip-flop, I flip-flop. I have not, I'm not biting, I'm not biting to that. I'm not, I'm not having a go at you, I'm asking whether or not you've changed your position on Jose Mourinho. No, no, not at all, really. That's bullshit, uh, you have. No, I haven't. What, I you think see? it's, I think it's a, uh, I think... The, the way it came to it and and where he'll leave us will not be good. But I'm not going to not enjoy my football in the meantime. You said no. You said you're all in on Mourinho. Uh, I I had a I had a two days what after did, during the um, documentary like when me. he was saying when he was saying cunts and passion and stuff, and I, I got drawn up in it. And then as soon as it finished, I I I I came back. I admit it's not important. But, it's not important to be right. It's important to just live in the moment. Not about being right, I could, but this is this was my whole point in the uh, the whole and the whole throughout it. Like it, people saying, "Oh, you you know, you've got you've got to enjoy it, or you've got to get hard hard to do anything." As long as I'm enjoying it the way I want to enjoy it, that's fine. Well, uh, that's good. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't that what you say then in, in in terms of how you speak to us about Spurs seems completely different. What I'm saying. How do you mean? Uh, well, I just I, I'm just going to meet Ricky's mum in about twenty minutes, so I'm not going to explain myself. 
Um, <laughs> so uh, we're, we're partnered. <laughs> for fuck's sake, we're partnered with William Hill, and uh, they've sent over some odds that might pique your fancy, Al. Yeah, go on. I like a good odd. Good. Uh, Thursday, we're, they've, they've got an international special: Cal, Kane, and Bale, uh, both to score nine to two from three to one. Wales and uh, England both. You know, there, there's an option there on both of them scoring. Um, you know, Bale is is like the, the kind of figurehead for Wales. Uh, I'm not sure. How, how do you feel that would go? Because I'm not sure Mourinho will be that too happy with uh, Bale playing when we've nursed He's going to play. Back. I mean, there's, there's, there's no doubt oh, that he's going to play. Yeah. So, and then Mourinho, hasn't he had a, a bit of a moan about um, the Wales assistant manager, who's also Arteta's assistant manager? Uh, true, that's true. He's, uh, he's Arsenal coach, right? Yeah, he's been there for about a year, yeah. I'm all for that. I like it. What, what? you're for, what you're for Bale being coached by... Uh, the Guna coach, or you're all for Mourinho um, and the pettiness. Of I'm all him. for uh, Mourinho's pet- pettiness. Yes, same as man. Yeah, don't let those those, those scumbags near our footballers. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, 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 and I understand why Mourinho's said it as well. Obviously, playing one game because, it, but, but, well, I mean, like it. Because he's just going to say, if Bale comes back after three game, uh, comes back after playing three games and he's injured, he's he's going to be like, well, he's like done that clearly on purpose because, mm. yeah, if better better's Arsenal. So then it, the the coach is going to have that in his mind and think, oh god, I, if I do overplay Bale and I need him, that's going to look bad on me. So that's, then he's gonna, all this is good for us, all right? Yeah, exactly. Mind games, mind fuck him. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, Al, what do you think? Uh, Tottenham are currently seven to one third favourites to win the Premier League this season. Obviously, behind Liverpool really? and yeah, no. be- behind Liverpool and City, uh, closely followed by Chelsea at eighty one and Leicester at twenty eight to one. Leicester are top of the league currently. Um, can 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 we win the league? <laughs> we can, yeah. Oh, we we can and we will. No, but can can we? Uh. We can. No, but no, we, we can. Um, but we, we, we'll we'll be. I think we'll kind of cement that top four very, very, very early. I don't think we're going to have this whole. Will they? Won't they? With the last ten games, I think it'll be done and pretty much dusted. We, I, still, um, I still envision Liverpool running away. Yeah, me too. Like deep down, you do, you do indeed. But um, like imagine the start of the season. That that is a great thing, though. And if we can cement top four by March. That's a great season for us. Absolutely. I, I mean, before before it started, we wouldn't even imagine that, right? Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, I was, I would have been happy with top six after the Everton game. So, yeah, it's top, like I said, I think, I think it, I think what the difference he will bring, Mourinho, is, is if, um, especially say, let, let, let's let's be positive. Let's say, let's say he gets the Carling Cup done early and wins that early doors. I think that will put even more focus then onto the Europa League of wanting to get that wanted to get that done and I think you know we won't get this kind of what we what we did have with Poch was sometimes was 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 a bit too much tinkering around Premier League games before um before and after those games I think I think it'll be one of those things where we see a relatively small squad used like 14 15 players just constantly used in those last 10 11 12 Premier League games and the and the latter stages of the of the cups because I think you'll get to a point where this is 
I really do know that this is my best and most effective kind of mini squad, if you like. Go fucking get them. You know, no no keeping people happy now or or making sure they got a bit of legs in them. It'll just be go and get it done. And I and and if that works, then it'll fucking work uh, and be done early. So what, what I think you're saying is Tottenham Hotspur are going to win the <laughs> Yeah, go on then. Good. Good. Um, Rick, just quickly, um, uh, uh, Kevin De Bruyne is his favourite to be player of the year. Kane is six to one, and Son, along with Bruno Fernandes, is nine to one. Does Son like forget Kane because he has what it takes? Does Son have what it takes to be player of the year? Yeah, he does. Yeah, completely. I mean, um, in what uh, way? I mean, what, in uh, what way? What does he have to do more? Because it feels like he has to do something extraordinary, like score forty goals a season. It feels like that with Son because I feel like there may be an element of because he isn't English, he doesn't get the credit he's deserved. Right, I see. I, I see where you're going. Well, uh, I just yeah, think I, like, if if if, um, if Jamie Vardy scores forty goals this season or thirty goals this season, he wins it hands down. If yeah, Son yeah, does yeah, that, yeah. he doesn't. So, so there may be some issue there. I think that's a fair question to ask. Well, he'll just uh, he'll be he'll win it because he'll be part of a championship winning team. So love it. That's that's the way he's gonna do. It. That's the way he's gonna do it. Uh, should we do the um, the thirty percent quiz? Let's do it. Let's do it. Want to thank William Mill for all of the uh, odds you sent in. It's a wonderful partnership. Enjoying it immensely, boys. <laughs> right, <coughs> Carmen and Rich. Let's bring him in. Here he is, Hello. Rich Meister. Hello, Rich. How you doing, mate? I am well. How are you? Well, you, you sound quite reserved now because because before when you sent me a message, you was giving it a big Billy big big bollocks, weren't you? <laughs> I've just had a bit of a shitstorm in the last twenty minutes, but I've sorted it out now. <laughs> is it, so you, are you making an excuse for the fact that you won't beat T's 8 out of 10 no group? well I actually got 10 out of 10 last week so I'm feeling confident but uh, okay, okay. I guess we'll wait and see I like this energy I like this energy did you just energy. say you had a bit of a shitstorm what will happen yeah yeah uh, are you alright well, my... it might be private uh, That's what I'm, I just... I'm saying are you alright I'm not asking him what it was what was what it, was it? <laughs> yeah, but, um, oh, so I just got a, a email from BA saying my flight's been cancelled in like two weeks' time. So had to get on changing that ASAP. Do you realise that there's people around the world really suffering, Rick? I know. I, well, I'm moving countries, so it was a bit, uh, a bit pressing. Oh, no, fair oh enough, yeah, fair people as a ball lake. Fuck, fuck those, fuck the kids and people suffering. Yeah, where, where do you exactly? Where are you moving? Some to? of us have real problems. Well, don't say exactly. You just say like I, I, I appreciate that you're, you, you know. What, Rich, where do you live? Uh, I live, uh, I just moved back to Finchley, but I was living actually right by Highbury Grove until a couple of months ago. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bulls Pond Road, Dalston. So Dalston, right. I'm not a big fan of, but I, I, I went to, I went to Highbury Grove School and, um, I know, yeah. So you're in, uh, you know, so you're in North London. Yeah, yeah, I am indeed. So what country are you flying to? New Zealand. Fucking nice. Right. That is a schlep. <laughs> It's a fucking schlep. It's, it's a beautiful country. Uh, three though, right? flights in like thirty-six hours, but it'll so be worth it in the end. When you're, I'm there. you're going over there for a woman, obviously. Uh, I'm actually not. Um, I'm, half my family lives there, and COVID's not really a thing there anymore. And it's going into the summer, and I lost my job here, so I thought oh, I'd just get man. out. 
Why the yeah. fuck yeah. not, Rich? Why the fuck not? Exactly. Rich, can I hope you have a great time. Rich, can I come with you? <laughs> You'd be a fucking liability. Rich, take take me to, <laughs> take me to New Zealand, please. He keeps feeling like I might have to. What will I do there? <laughs> what, what, like what, what will I do there? Um, you know, chill, chill by the ocean. Has your has your um, family got money? Um, not me personally, but some of my family does. does. Your fa- is there anybody in to... your family that we can we me and you can take like siphon from? Uh, well, my grandpa has a flat that he used to rent out that he's given to me for free. So right, that's enough, it. isn't it? Me and you. Me there and you, you in your grandpa's flat. Can you imagine, flat. can you imagine, Rick, can you imagine Flav, like, on the beach, like, just in just some, like, little swim shorts, going in, like, paddling in the sea. Can I he can swim? I'm not even sure he can swim, can well. he? It's, oh, it would be a joy just watching Flav kind of just walk out of the sea onto the beach, a little pocket of spade. No, he'd be annoyed all the time, huffing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Rich, uh, we've got some questions for you, mate. Hit me. Yeah, go ahead. Do you know what? I'm, I'm going to do a bit of uh, production. Um, Rick. Yeah. Can you just explain, while I, I find something to play in the background, some sort of dramatic uh, music, can you explain why it's weird that uh, we've found a way to introduce new people to the podcast, even though they're not like properly a part of the podcast? Give me, give me, Just give me 30 <laughs> seconds. I literally don't know what you've just asked me oh, today. Just, then, just, just, can you just well, say well, is it because can, is it because Rick doesn't like new people? Yeah, <laughs> just 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 you guys just say something for thirty seconds. All right, Rick. Okay. What did you think when? What was your first thoughts when Flav said, uh, "I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Alex from Bristol to be like a permanent member"? I, and I don't think I, I don't think I said anything. Yeah, I don't even remember it. You know, I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. The only t- the only person. Uh, <laughs> I recall being introduced to the group as the, the group was first formed, uh, the OG group. And, oh, yeah. and then uh, Flav was saying that he is going to invite I've met uh, some, some, some geezer, uh, Felonius, and he likes boxing and he likes the same music as we do and like Tottenham and all that. Like, you hated it, I, didn't you, Rick? And I was like, what the fuck? I was like, you can't just invite <laughs> people on willy-nilly. Like, I I don't know them. I like he might he might like boxing. He might like the same music, and he might like all this other stuff. But like, is it is it going to work? Is it is, is he going to gel? Like, does he know? Like, and it didn't. The rest, as they say, is history. So, but no, I don't remember. Um, I don't I don't remember. I don't the conversation. You. No, honestly, I would tell you. I know you would actually. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> I was worried. I was worried when I first joined. I wondered worried what you what you'd thought. What you'd okay, think. I've got some. Uh, I've got some music. I found some music on YouTube called "Death of a Hero." I think this might work. Brilliant. <laughs> Hold on. Right. I'm worried about it being too loud. If it is, it's not the end of the world. Okay. <laughs> this is wrong. I don't know. We can leave it. We can leave the music. <laughs> All right, Fuck me. Can you hear the music, boys? No. All right, no. Don't, don't worry about it. No. All right, Will. Against which team did Harry Kane score his first Tottenham goal? Who's Will? Who's Will? <laughs> what have you... Oh. Rich. Hi, I'm Rich. Nice to meet you. Rich, Rich. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Is this Premier League or Europe or what? Oh, I mean, I mean... Which, which team? Uh, I'm a, 
He's I'm going to say Fulham. Fulham is the wrong Fulham. answer. It's Shamrock Rovers. Uh, who played at left back <laughs> in our Carling Cup final triumph over Chelsea in 2018? Um, left back. Pascal Chimbonda. Oh, shit! That is a... I got it right. Yes, you did get it right. So, Flonis Filth at 8 out of 10. And Rich is currently 1 from 2. Uh, what, num- question number 3. What do what do t- uh, Teddy Sheridan, Wayne Rappage and Sean, Sean Davies have in common? Uh... Teddy Sheridan, Wayne Rutledge and Sean Davies all have in common, in common. They played for a club before Tottenham or after Tottenham. Come on, mate. Hello? Yeah, I said West Ham. West Ham. Sorry, sorry. I turned on the music too hard. Can I flap said at the beginning of this? I'm going to do some production. Fucking hell. Yeah, forget yeah. it. Yeah, it went West Ham. It went West Ham. Well played. All right. Uh, question number four. How long was Gareth Bale's win the streak uh, for his first spell at Tottenham? Uh, uh, 27 games. 24. This is pathetic, mate. Oh. I've, I've turned off the music. Yeah, it's not started well, has it? Not, no, not at all. Uh, number five. I play for FC Hacker, Ogsier, Spurs, Sunderland, Ajax, New York, Red Bulls, Helsinki. Who am I? Mutainia. Yes, Man. boy. Come on, that's better. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I'm, that's I'm good. Play the I can't hear this music. No, no, nor can I. Don't worry about it. I'm pretty sure it's too loud, so we're going to cancel it for now. Don't worry about it. Um, uh, Number six. Who was Spurs' top scorer in 1988 to 1999 and 1999 to 2000? Who's that top goal scorer that season? That was two. Um, Did you know that? It was... uh, the incorrect answer is Stefan Everson. Number seven, what is Tottenham's lowest Premier League finish? You can get one either way. One either way. Uh, uh, 15th. 15th is bang on. I reckon I'll give him two for that. Bang in. <laughs> What's he on so far? I'm keeping count. Doesn't matter. I've not been keeping count. I think I've got no, three or four. It's not on you, mate, to be fair. Uh, number eight. Uh, who scored the equaliser in the four-four draw at Arsenal in two thousand eight? Aaron Lennon. Yes, boy. Number nine. Who was the last player to wear the number twenty-eight shirt for Ndombele? If you can get this, I'm, I'm gonna ask the boys as well because this is a big one. Um, number twenty-eight. Nah. Are you sure? Yeah. You're not cheating, I tell you. Not at all. He wouldn't have all wrong, would he, if he was cheating? Yeah, good point. Alex, shut your fucking mouth, mate. <laughs> uh, number 28 before Ndombele. Um, 
quick, mate. You've got, got a pressure. I think it was a fullback. It was a fullback. It was not a fullback. You're never going to get it. It wasn't a fullback. Oh, I won't get it then. Oh, Alex, can you, you got the answer? Number 28. Uh, Skip? No, Rick, you got it. That was 29. You said, said not a fullback. I thought it was Norton. It was Tom Carroll. The final question was uh, from which club did Tottenham Hotspur sign Gilfie Sigerson? Swansea. Hoffenheim. Oh, he was on loan at Swansea, wasn't he? I don't know about it. He was playing for Swansea before he came to us. That's that's a trick question. I don't know about the technicalities, mate. I, 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 don't, I mean, I wouldn't know... You done better. We, de- we definitely came from Swansea. So. Yeah, that doesn't sound yeah. right. That doesn't sound <laughs> No, no, it is right because he was on loan at Swansea and then he, we signed him from Hoffenheim. Did we? Mm, I don't know. I'm pretty I... sure they signed him permanently. Uh, <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, let, I'm let, not sure about that one. Let's just give him it. Seven out of ten. All right, we could, but I, I feel like I need to, I need to find <laughs> out what the truth is. Yeah, I'm with Alex on this one. Do the questions from yeah, that I one. can't be bothered. Well, you're happy to do it. Um, um, Rich, thank you so much for taking part, but you haven't time. beaten Polonius Filth, and nor will you, nor nor will any of you. So if you are a, a 30% a member of the Fighting Cup podcast and um, you want to take part in this, then do what Rich did. And what Rich did, he took incentive and he said, he, he messaged me on Telegram and said, I, wanna, I, I feel like I can beat T. It turns out he couldn't. Um, but yeah, are you unhappy with yourself, Rich? Um, you know, you win some, you lose some. Feel like the questions may be a bit tricky, but I think it was a good all. effort. Yeah, a plus. And yeah, a couple of the, the ones I got wrong were the ones I got wrong were before my time. I'm only 23, to be fair. But, Fuck that shit. Oh, you're, well. you're going off to like to an amazing country where you're going to meet like girls that like do stuff on beaches. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I'm jealous. Exactly. Don't worry, Flav. I'll send you a picture from the beach. It's all right. Yeah. I'm glad you lost. <laughs> Rich, thank you so much for coming on. Really, like, giving us your time. I know you've been sitting and listening to the pod as, as we record it, but thank you so much for giving us your time. You're an absolute legend. Thank you for taking on Felonious Filth. The reality is that no one can beat Felonious Filth. No one can unless it's live and we're in a weird little... Um, in hut in in Shoreditch where he got beat by uh, uh, one of these one of these socials post corona I'll, I'll I'll challenge him face to face. Okay, you can do that. He'd love that. <laughs> he, he would he would absolutely love that, wouldn't he? Al? Uh, <coughs> uh, honestly, Rich, right. I, I wish you wish you all the luck. Uh, you know, going over to New Zealand, it sounds like yeah, a good luck, beat. mate. I think we're all a little bit jealous. About Cheers, it. boys. What what you're what you're looking forward to? Uh, take care, mate. And I think that's it. And you. Cheers, mate. Uh, In a bit, is- boys. Bye. Cheers! Bye. Uh, that that is it. That that's the uh, the fighting Girl podcast, and um, we're we're on the march to uh, Premier League glory. Alex from Bristol, I love you so much, and Ricky, I love you both so much. Honestly, I do. Good. You're a pair Good. of stand-up diamond geezers. Who, if I never saw again, I wouldn't enjoy my life as much. There you go, Bush. Amazing. Good stuff. (laughs) It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock. It's the fighting. It's the fighting. Clock.
Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. GEICO asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.